Turn in your Bibles to the book of Hebrews, chapter number 11. We'll jump back into our series tonight, Hebrews chapter number 11, and uh, we'll try to find our text there, and uh, we're moving on in our series, and uh, a little series entitled By Faith. Last time we preached on this, we preached on By Faith Sarah, and uh, what a wonderful time that was, uh, but this week we're moving on, and uh We'll find our, 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 our series to the um, next few verses. And uh, in these verses, in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse number 13, as you're standing, if you're able, um, and we'll reverence the Word of God. We'll read a few verses. We read verse number 11, verse number 12, verse number 13. We didn't read. So we'll start at verse number 13 tonight. And uh, you'll find that there are no names in these two verses we're going to read. And so we'll get the context of it, and we'll give a backdrop, and we'll preach. Hebrews chapter number 11, verse number 13, the Bible says, These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off. were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly, that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, and heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for He hath prepared for them a city. Thank you for standing. You can be seated tonight. Lord, we ask you to help us tonight. We need your help. We cannot do it without you. I pray, God, you get glory and all the honor and the praise. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. You noticed in these three verses here, as we read, verse 13, 14, 15, and 16, four verses. As we read those verses, you noticed that there was no names in those verses. But the names in this verses are compiled as these. And it's compiled as these. And so it's referring, uh, I believe, I have come to the conclusion as I have been studying this, I believe that this word, these, um, is referring to none other than Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, Jacob, and uh, the heirs that are with them. You say, well, why isn't it referring to Noah? Why isn't it referring to Enoch? Why isn't it referring to Abel? Um, why isn't it referring to those folks? Well, I believe uh, that the reason is, is because these verses have to do with a better country. And in verse number 9, you can find it speaks of a strange country. In verse number 9, the sojourn in the land of promise as in a strange country. It describes it as a strange country. And in verse number 15, 13, it describes them as strangers and pilgrims. Is that not what it says? It says that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. And so that goes well together. And then in verse number 14, it describes Abraham, Sarah, and the heirs looking. In verse number 10, excuse me, it describes Abraham, Sarah, and the heirs looking for city. In verse number 14, it describes these as seeking a country. Is that correct? And so therefore, I believe compiling all that together, they're doing the same things and it's describing Abraham, Sarah, and the heirs. And so also in verse number 16, you can find where it tells us, For he hath prepared... 
for them a city. He hath prepared for them a city. Uh, And so therefore, I believe this describes... uh, as they're looking for a city, uh, and then in verse in verse ten, and then in verse sixteen, it describes one uh, God who has prepared for them uh, a city, and so therefore, I believe this describes specifically Abraham, Sarah. And the heirs. And as I was reading this, I found that there are a lot of attributes that faith uh, carries along with it in these verses. And those are what I'm going to try to bring focus on this evening. Uh, uh, look with me as I preach on this thought. Uh, in faith, these all. In faith, uh, these all. We've preached on what is faith. We preached on by faith Abel. We preached on by faith Enoch. We preached on by faith Noah. We preached on by faith Abraham. We preached on by faith Sarah. And now we are or through faith Sarah. And then now we're going to preach on in faith these all. That's what it says. These all died in faith. They died in faith. And so I want you to notice a few points. There's a lot of points uh, and there's a lot of short points. I told you this morning I was going to preach 10 or 11 points, and that's what I'm going to preach. I'm going to preach 11 points to you. Mackenzie says I can't preach it in less than an hour and a half. I believe I'm going to preach in less than 30, 40 minutes. So I want you to notice number one with me. Faith has an ending. I want to break these verses down just as they are and standing right in front of us. So number one, faith has an ending. The Bible tells us in verse number 11 that the, in verse number 13, these all died in Faith. And so I believe this is something that we could all be proud of. And I want you to look at a few things here I found in these verses and in these few words that these all died in faith. Number one, I want you to notice that they that their spot at their end. I want you to notice their spot at their end. And so I believe this means that they at the end of their lives they died being believers. Okay? They died being believers. These all died in faith. Uh, I'd be ashamed if any person, it'd be a shame if any person would have died as an unbeliever, wouldn't it? It'd be a shame for any person to do that, but it's uh, the Lord is not slack uh, concerning His promise. Uh, what, is that not what we're talking about right now? His promise, and He's not willing that any should perish, uh, but that all should come to repentance. Uh, and then He goes on and He tells us that He's not, he's, it's not God's will for anybody to die. That proves to me that God's will is not always going to get done. Because God's will, if God's will did always get done, then every man would be saved. And every man's not going to be saved. Some people will die in unbelief. But some would say, if you have enough faith, you won't ever get sick. If you have enough faith, you can do whatever you want. You can live however you want. But not these, my friend. Not these. But they had more. one thing for sure. They died in faith. Most uh, souls would run to Jesus if they could see the end from the beginning. Most souls would run to Jesus if they could see just the end from the beginning. Beloved, uh, if you are not a believer, you better get to being one. Amen. Uh, I'm glad my spot of death, uh, no matter if it's California, if it's the Bahamas, or if it's the Carolinas, uh, will be in faith. Their spot at the end. Secondly, I want you to notice their strength at the end. Their strength. Don't worry, all the rest of them ain't got subpoints. Uh, their strength at the end. Uh, all of these folks didn't change their ways. Uh, the Bible says these all died in faith. Uh, now you say, well, what do you mean? Well, they died how they lived. 
In faith. Uh, they died just how they lived, uh, in faith. And Paul said at the end of his life, uh, in 2, Corinthians, 2 Timothy verse four, uh, chapter 4, verse 7, he says, I fought a good fight. Uh, I finished my course, uh, and I have kept the faith. Uh, he tells us that they finished their race uh, that they had started. Uh, they did not quit. They did not change. They did not back up. Uh, but they kept on pressing forward. Uh, and many today are backing up. They're dropping their standards. They're dropping their beliefs. Uh, they're dropping their practices uh, and some for the dollar, some for the fame some just never uh, can ever stay the same uh, but all together friend uh, there is no root in their life there's no faith uh, without faith it is impossible to please God uh, and let me just advise you to you this evening uh, stay with God Amen. stay with God there's strength at the end thirdly I want you to notice their stand at the end uh, now the Bible says uh, that these all died in faith. They died in something that they lived in. They died in something that they lived in, faith. Uh, Their stand was just as strong in their death uh, as it was in their life. Uh, You know, if you read Numbers chapter 23 and verse number um, 6 or somewhere around there, uh, it's speaking of uh, the prophet Balaam. uh, And Balaam is there. And you know Balaam probably from the donkey that was talking to him. uh, um, But that's not all that Balaam said. Uh, Balaam said a few things in his life. uh, And Balaam said in Numbers chapter 23 uh, and verse number 6, he says, let me die the death of the righteous and let my death be as his. Uh, Jacob is who he's referring to. Uh, he said, let my death be the death of the righteous and let my last end uh, be like his was. Uh, I want my death to be like his death was. Uh, you know the death of Jacob. He died peacefully. Uh, he didn't have no problem, but Balaam wasn't about to die peacefully. Uh, Balaam was about to die in his sin. He was about to die separated from Christ. Uh, he didn't die the death because he didn't live the life. That's what it took, friend. It takes you to live the life before, if you're ever going to die the death, live your life in faith, you'll die a death in faith. And remember, faith is believing that God will do in His, God will do exactly what He said He'd do in His Word. Amen. Amen. Their stand at the end was just how their stand was in their life. Faith. So we notice faith has an ending. It died. They died in faith. Secondly, I want you to notice faith has endurance. Verse number 13, the next part of the verse. We're going to go, we're going to go next part, next part, next part. Next part of the verse, the Bible says, not having received the promises. They didn't receive the promises. They died without receiving the promises that God had given to them. How is that possible? Well, you see, we like to put God in our time box, don't we? We like to put God in the same box that we run on a 24-hour period, but it doesn't work that way. He didn't say that they would receive them here. And faith's promises do not expire at death. Man, faith's promises don't expire at death. Uh, Faith is a patient attribute uh, of the believer. And you see, they have been given the promises of the Messiah. And sure enough, I believe they got Him. That's the promise. They're not talking about the promises to cross over to Jordan. They're talking about the promises of the Messiah coming to. 
The Messiah was coming and they were promised uh, that He would be coming. uh, And they were trusting in that promise. Uh, You say, well, they didn't receive that promise. No, they sure didn't receive that promise. uh, But they did see that promise and they seen it firsthand. Uh, They seen Him face to face is what they did. Uh, And friend, I tell you, if you have faith, you will have to have patience and you will have to have endurance. Amen. Everything is not going to come in your time. Just as simple as that. Satan will bring up counterfeits to the real thing, uh, but it still doesn't make it the real thing. Amen. He may give you promises. He may tempt you with many things, but wait upon what the Lord has for you. Wait upon what He has for you. Don't quit uh, because it hasn't been done yet. Uh, Keep on and it will get done. It might not get done here, but it'll get done. Uh, Hebrews chapter number 10 uh, and verse number 23, the Bible says, uh, let me me look for that verse. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, uh, for He is faithful that promised. Uh, Verse number 36, the Bible says, uh, For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. Now what it says. That's exactly what it says. You might receive the promise, but first, there was first patience. There was patience, then there was the promise. And so we must have patience to run this race. Endurance to run this race. Faith has an ending, faith has endurance. Thirdly, I want you to notice with me, faith has eyes. Everybody with me now? Look at the next part of the verse. Having seen them afar off. Having seen them, uh, how far off? John Butler says it like this. Uh, he says, uh, faith has good vision. Uh, amen. It does have good vision. Uh, you know, Abraham was full of good eyesight. I'd say uh, he was given the promises. Uh, he held on to them uh, with such strong faith that he could see them. John chapter 8, verse number 56. The Bible says, your father Abraham uh, rejoiced to see my day. Uh, and he saw it and was glad. And he saw it and was glad. He saw it through the eyes of faith. But one day, friends, his faith became sight. His faith became sight. And you know, this is a problem with today's society. This is a problem with today's society. They see nothing past the visual that they can hold on to. They see nothing but the here and now. And sadly, sadly, most people live for the here and now too. There's no heavenly perspective. There's no heavenly eyes. There's no heavenly view. And that's why people hold this, hold grudges. That's why Christians do not grow. And that's why the world is falling away from the things of God because people do not look through the heavenly lenses of faith they don't look through the heavenly lenses of faith friend if you did uh, you'd surely wouldn't worry as much uh, you wouldn't fear as much uh, and one day this journey will be over one day it will end uh, one day we'll cross over into the, uh, into the land above uh, one day we'll cross over to heaven uh, and some days I feel like I'm already there I feel like I got the, the glory of God falling upon me but some days it ain't like that I can see it now, but I tell you, I can only see what he said was going to be by reading his word. So what's his word? Well, what's faith? Faith, substance things hope for, evidence things not seen. We can hope for something we have seen, but I tell you is that we can look at it and see it because uh, through the eyes of faith we can see it uh, because He said it in His Word. Uh, that's how we can see things. Uh, but, but I tell you is that uh, faith, 
Faith has eyes. Do you have eyes of faith? Faith has ending, endurance, eyes. Fourthly, I want you to notice faith has evidence. Now the Bible says, on a little farther, it says, And were persuaded of them. And were persuaded of them. Now they were an absolute. Uh, uh, they were absolute. They were. Ab- they didn't have no doubt uh, about the fact that they would take up them. To their place. Uh, they were enticed to go. Uh, they were convinced it was so. Uh, it was absolute and it was going to happen. And you know without faith uh, we will not be convinced or convicted of anything. Without faith we could not be convinced. We could not be convicted of anything. Uh, where was their evidence of persuasion? Uh, well the word of God was clear about it right? When they were told it, the Word of God was very clear to them. Uh, And you know, people who have departed from the faith today, uh, people who have uh, left uh, uh, the world uh, of faith uh, and are not sure what they believe, uh, they don't don't trust the evidence that's given. Uh, And I tell you, if you know what you believe, they don't like it either. Friends, my faith rests upon the evidence of God's Word. That is faith. And I'm persuaded what he said he'll do will come to pass. And that's where they stood. They said, hey, I, 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 they received the promise that they'd seen them afar off, but they were persuaded. Then the next part, I want you to notice faith not only has an ending and, and, and endurance and, and eyes and evidence, but faith has an embrace. Now the Bible says, it says not only were they persuaded of them, and they embraced them. They not only persuaded them, but they embraced them. The word embrace uh, speaks of uh, to draw to oneself. It speaks to enfold in the arms, to salute, to greet, to welcome. Uh, It speaks of all of those things. Uh, And the promises that the Lord had gave them uh, was something uh, that they held on to. They held on to them very tightly. They were not going to let them go. Uh, uh, You know, it was held tightly to. uh, And I tell you, friend, the precious Word of God uh, that you have in your lap uh, this evening ought to be held on to uh, tightly. It ought to be embraced. uh, Not put in the window of your car and left for the sun to turn up uh, or set on the counter for a week. Uh, You need the Bible. You need the Bible. Embrace it. Faith has an ending, endurance, eyes, evidence, and embrace. Uh, sixthly, faith has uh, and holds emphasis. Faith holds emphasis. Now verse number 13, at the end the Bible says, And confess that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Verse 14, For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. <laughs> It declared plainly. It was something that they were so convinced of uh, and that they had they confessed to be strangers. Uh, they confessed to be pilgrims to this land uh, that they were in at that time. Uh, I want you to notice a few subpoints on this one. Uh, I want you to notice number one, the direction of the emphasis. Uh, the direction of the emphasis. The Bible says they confessed uh, that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Uh, and they didn't live for what they were they were at. Uh, they lived for what was after. Uh, what comes next? Uh, and friend, I tell you, that's what faith does. Uh, it holds emphasis on what is really important, and that is what lies ahead. The direction of the emphasis. Secondly, I want you to notice the discussion of the emphasis. Verse 14, the Bible says, uh, For they that say such declare things declare plainly. 
The discussion that's in this, uh, um, there, there's no doubt uh, that there's no stumbling in their talk. Uh, it will take place. Everybody with me here? That makes sense to you? It will take place is what they're thinking. It's not no doubt. Uh, I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, I'm not going to think about it. Uh, it will come to pass. Uh, and friend, I tell you, if you really believe it, you'll declare it plainly for all to hear. Uh, you'll know it. Uh, you'll believe it. Uh, you'll trust it. Uh, and you will discuss it with many people. And that was the discussion of this emphasis. It was an emphasis of discussion. It was something that was absolutely plain to them. Then I want you to notice thirdly the declaration of this emphasis. It says they declare plainly that they seek a country. So what do they declare? They're seeking a country. That's what they're declaring. They're declaring they seek a country. They're not satisfied with the old rotten world. They're not distracted by it. They're not disturbed by it. They're not detoured by it. None of the things that could come out. Why are they not? Because they have a destination. And they are seeking that destination now. And they sought after it. They're willing to reach it. And they knew that one day they would. Y'all got to be getting this tonight. I tell you, friend. And uh, this can only describe one who lives by faith. Uh, most who do not uh, have no clue where they're headed. Amen. But I live by faith and friend, I know where I'm going. Amen. Amen. By faith, I can see it now. I can see it now, thank God. Uh, so I want you to notice faith has an ending endurance eyes evidence. Uh, it, it has an embrace and it holds emphasis. Uh, and seventhly, I want you to notice faith uh, has exposures. Verse number 15, uh, the Bible says, uh, let me find my place. Uh, verse number 15, the Bible says, And truly, if they had been uh, mindful of that country, not this country, not the country they're headed to, but that country uh, from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned and so faith has exposures now you say where are you getting that point well this verse tells us very clearly they could have went back if they had well pleased they could have turned around and went straight back but they didn't why because they weren't mindful of it they were not mindful of it. That means they didn't give the flesh a chance. They didn't keep it right to the front of their mind. And beloved, I tell you tonight, there will be many opportunities to turn back. You will be exposed to something that could turn your faith around. And I promise you that Satan will try, and he will try hard to get you every opportunity to turn back to the life of sin, to turn back to the old man, to the old friends, to the old family, uh, whatever it may be he will try and he will use it against you uh, but the mind has to be set where you're going the mind has to be set where you're going I tell you, it's the truth friend you say well where's the Bible on that, Romans chapter 12, Paul tells us in verse number 2, he tells us very clearly and be not conformed to the world but be transformed by the renewing of the mind you may prove what is that good, uh, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Uh, that's what he says to do. Uh, it is your mind that will try to take you back. Uh, and we must keep the mind of Christ if we're going to keep it on Him. Amen. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 said, Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. That's what it says. Let this mind mean the same mind that Christ had. Ought to be in you. Now, now, now be careful what you put your eyes on because your eyes will affect your mind too. 
You say, well, well, where's the Bible for that? Well, let's look right up in our, in, in our text here. I, I can look back. And, so, and truly, if they had been mindful of that country, right? So we, we all agree in here. Let's talk about the mind, right? Let's look back up at verse number 13. These all died in faith, not having received the promises and having seen them far off. They saw these promises. They saw them through the eyes of faith. But if their eyes would have been focused on what they already came through, what God had done brought them out of, and where they were headed to, if their their eyes had been focused on the backwards, then friend, they would have been mindful of it. But they weren't because they were looking at something ahead through the eyes of faith. Uh, faith has an ending, endurance, eyes, evidence, uh, and embrace. And it holds emphasis. Uh, it has exposures. And eighthly, uh, faith has expectations. Faith has expectations. Verse number 16. The Bible says, but now they desire a better country. But now, that means at one point in time they didn't. Is that right? But now they desire a better country. And beloved, it's not just any country, uh, but it's a better country. Uh, verse number 10 uh, tells us, For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and whose maker is God. Uh, God makes all things better. Faith has expectations. And guess what? Faith prefers the best. Amen. Faith prefers the best for the family. Faith prefers the best for the home. Faith prefers the best for the church. Faith prefers the best. Why? Because what is faith? Well, let's talk about it. It's the evidence of things that God's already promised in His Word. It is absolutely, it's the believing that God would do exactly what He's already said He would do in His Word. And guess what, friend? His Word tells me it's far better than anything this world could ever give me. Everything He ever gave me is far better. If I only got Him, it's far better. If I only gained a better home, it's far better than this world could give me. But friend, that's not all I got. I got a friend uh, that sticketh closer than a brother. I got one that loves me. I got one that cares for me. I got one that died for me. I got one that made a home for me. I got a lot of things when I got born again. And it's far better than this world could ever give me. I don't say this in arrogance, but guess what? I expect it to be. Why? Because he said it. He said it. That's why. That's exactly why faith has an ending, endurance, eyes, evidence, embrace, emphasis. It has exposures. It has expectations. And nightly, now I want you to notice faith has eternity. Verse number 16, the Bible says, That is in heavenly. That is and heavenly. Uh, now, uh, faith, trust in the spiritual things. Uh, eternity surely is spiritual, but it's real. Amen. It is real. I don't care on what side of the tracks you own, it's real. Eternity is real for the, for the ones who aren't saved, and eternity is real for those who live in faith. And I tell you, it has, it has heaven on its mind. It has its mind on heaven. It has its mind on Jesus. It has its mind on the things of God on eternity. And the flesh don't have those desires. But beloved, in faith, that's the greatest desire. Faith thinks on the prayer meeting this Friday rather than the football game. Somebody say amen. 
Faith has the prayer meeting in mind rather than that. Faith thinks about studying rather rather than the flesh thinks about entertainment. And there's different. There's a difference. Don't let your flesh outdo your faith. Amen, friend. Amen. Faith has an ending, endurance, eyes, evidence, and embrace. It holds emphasis, exposures, expectations, and eternity. And tenthly, faith holds engagements. Now notice what the verse tells us right there. Verse number 16. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God. God is not ashamed. Now it is by faith that we are made known unto God. It is by faith that we are made known unto God. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11 verse number 6 uh, tells us very clearly. Uh, it says without faith it is impossible to please God. Not a maybe. It's not a chance. It is absolutely impossible to please Him. Uh, I read what one writer said. One commentator had to say this. Uh, he said the Greek word uh, called. Uh, it, says where, it says there in a verse wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God. Uh, that word called it says had the idea of adding uh, an additional name to the name that has already been given. Uh, it, it practically a surname uh, is what it is. You might not know what that means. I'm going to explain it. Uh, to explain that actually we can look back in the Old Testament uh, and we could see a few things uh, where it tells us on several occasions uh, where it describes uh, God uh, as the God of Abraham uh, as the God of Isaac uh, as the God of Jacob uh, as all of those people it tells us that that's what God is uh, and so if God's not going to be ashamed to be called our God uh, then I tell you would he be ashamed to put his name in front of yours would he be ashamed to be the God of Nick or the God of Jacob? He wasn't ashamed. Or the God of Isaac or the God of Abraham. Many times in the scripture he's referenced as that. We agree with that? Would God be ashamed to have your name added to his? Would he? Faith has an ending. Endurance, eyes, evidence, embrace, emphasis, exposures, Expectations, eternity, it holds engagements. Lastly, let's finish this out. Faith has an estate. An estate. That's probably for alliteration's sake, but it's not far off because the Bible tells us very clearly to be called their God. For he hath prepared for them a city. A city. Unbelief has terrors. Unbelief has darkness. Uh, unbelief has fear. Uh, unbelief has charred walls and hell. Uh, uh, and in the future, that's what unbelief will give you. Uh, but friend, I tell you me, uh, I have an estate. Uh, I have a mansion. Uh, a mansion, a resting place, an abode. Uh, it's a home. It's a glorious, glorious, glorious city uh, waiting for me. Uh, and guess who's preparing it? Jesus is preparing it. Uh, he says, I go to prepare a place. And if I go to prepare a place, I'll come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you be also. I tell you, I want to read a little bit of this blessed estate just quickly. In Revelation chapter number 21, the Bible says in verse number 10, And he carried me away into the Spirit and high mountain and showed me that great city, holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. And her light was like unto a stone, 
most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal, crystal, and had a wall great and high and had twelve gates, and at the gate twelve angels and names written thereon, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. On the east three gates, on the north three gates, on the south three gates, and on the west three gates. And the Bible says in verse 14, the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and in them the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. There's that's good. And he, and he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city and the gates thereof and the wall thereof. Verse 16, the, the city lieth four square and the length is as large as the breadth. And he measured the city with a reed. Twelve thousand furlongs, fifteen hundred miles. Twelve thousand furlongs, fifteen hundred miles. The length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. That means this way, this way, and this way. It's all fifteen hundred miles, friend. And I tell you, and he measured the wall thereof in 140 and 4 cubits according to the measure of a man that is of the angel and the building of the wall and of it was of jasper and the city was pure gold like unto clear glass can you think about gold that clear can you think about gold that transparent that that pure that pure gold uh, and the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones uh, the first foundation was jasper the second sapphire the third chalcedony the fourth an emerald uh, and then the bible says the field sardonyx the sixth sardius uh, the seventh chal- chrysolite the eighth beryl the ninth the topaz uh, the tenth the chrysolite whatever that word is I never say that word uh, the eleventh uh, adjacent uh, the twelfth an amethyst uh, and the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every several gate was a one pearl. Now that's a big pearl, friend. That is a big pearl. It's at least 1,500 foot high. I don't know anything else about it, but it's tall. And the Bible says, and the street of the city was pure gold, as it were, transparent glass. And I, John, I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. That means you don't need a temple to worship. You're going to be worshiping them. That's the only thing you're going to be able to worship in there. There ain't going to be no dirt roads in heaven. I don't care what the country song said. There is going to be one road in heaven and it's going to be pure gold. There is not going to be some back roads in heaven. There's not going to be a fishing pond in heaven because there is no sea. I'm just telling you what the Bible says tonight. There is going to be none of those. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it for the glory of God did lighten it and the lamb is the light thereof you wonder how when God said let there be light there was already light how is there already light because the lamb was already there and the Bible tells us that the lamb is the light thereof and the nations of them which are saved that shall walk in the light of it and the kings of the earth shall do bring their glory and honor into it and the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day you notice it doesn't say no night because there is no night that's what the Bible says for there shall be no night there Amen. I, I love reading through the book of Revelation because I can just preach it. I can preach it as I'm reading it. You know, it's just preaching words, every one of them. And, the, and, and they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. And they shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever work abomination or maketh a lie. But they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. I'm written in the Lamb's book of life. My name is already there. My name was pinned down on May the 5th, 2013. 
And you know what time it's been down? At 1229 when I got saved. Because he knows what he's doing. And when you get born again, he'll put your name down immediately. He never misses one. He never messes one up. Because he's perfect. And everything up there is perfect. No thing shall defile it. But I tell you, is that there will be one thing. There will be a lot of things that won't be there. But one thing specifically said in verse number 8. In verse chapter number 21. And that's where it says, but the fearful and unbelieving. Yeah. The abominable. Murderers, whoremongers, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Say, why did you read that? Well, the reason I read that is because there's a difference between one who lives by faith and then there's the unbeliever. And the Bible says the unbeliever will not enter there. The one who lives by faith will. But the unbeliever will not be in that place. It mentions the opposite of those who live in faith. The unbelieving. And this place is also a prepared place, by the way. It's a prepared place. Matthew chapter 25, verse number 41 tells us it's prepared for the devil and his angels. That's who it's prepared for. It's not for you, but if you do not believe, you'll go there. Amen. God help us to live a life full of faith rather than a life full of the flesh. Just as these in faith, these all. They showed us that faith has an ending, it has endurance, it has eyes, it has evidence, it has an embrace, emphasis, uh, exposures, expectations, eternity. It holds engagements with Him. And then faith has an estate for me because I lived it you live by faith you die by faith it's simple but if you don't live by it you won't die by it stand to your feet tonight thank you for listening Lord we love you we pray God that you'd help us tonight we need your help Lord we can only we cannot do it without you Lord we trust you tonight we praise you for all that you do and we ask you God to help us as we go along our way help us Lord as we discern the things of God Lord and the be a blessing to these missionaries. We love you. We praise you and we thank you. Help God's people as they leave here. In Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen.